What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What's going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by Cole De Silva, who's actually in another room in my house right now. What's up, Midget? Yes, you fucking, <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. You're lucky I don't run up there and beat your ass on screen while people are watching. This would be a live audience. It would be a blast. Well, your podcast would just hear you screaming like a little girl, bro. I'm telling you. And they'd hear your little feet pattering up the stairs. Yeah. And then boom, that'd be it, bro. It's honestly been a great day, dude. But uh, I got to say staying in this room right now is like very awesome okay i feel very good i don't know the words i'm trying to choose right now but i'm also super annoyed because i just get to wake up and stare at my fucking house for another 14 days and i can't go in <laughs> just like this every day i'm working here i'm like yeah i'm talking my podcast just staring at my home so i'm just walking around <laughs> in it because i bought that house <laughs> so for some context if you're listening to the podcast if you don't know cole bought the house literally right next door to me that's not a joke that's an actual thing that happened you can touch it from his backyard guys i'm not even playing <laughs> like not like three doors down like you walk outside and that's cole's house it's like right next door it's like- i can literally see my front door from here like i can walk <laughs> in we're gonna cut a hole in the gate so we can literally just go through the gate and then he's at my house right there so here's what happened. When I was prepping, I went for, I was doing like 15 to 20,000 steps a day. And I was going for a morning walk every morning when I'm doing prime prep. So I'm walking by this house that is usually not for sale because I walk by it every day. So I saw it the first day it went up for sale and it was right next door. And I was like, I like sent Cole a picture. I'm like, bro, you should go look at this house. It's right next door. As a joke, like I didn't think it was actually going to happen. And then he set up a viewing and he's like, I bought the house. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I set up a viewing and then we ended up seeing like, Guys, because we snapped one day and we're like, fuck this. We're going to Kelowna. I'm like, we're buying a house here. We picked that one. It's like, the, yeah, right. It's not going to happen. And then it just ended up working out. We're like, yo, that's lit. I'm like, there we go. It was fucking perfect. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, you guys. So this is Pod Chats. Now on Pod Chats, what we do is we bring on our students to the podcast and they get a chance to ask us one-on-one anything that they want. Also, before we get into it, I just want to remind you guys that our virtual event is happening in two days time from now. If you want to get access to the virtual event, DM me on Instagram and let me know that you want access to the virtual event. And this applies only to you if you're in the Tank Coaching Academy. Without further ado, Brandon Roberts, welcome to the podcast. How can we serve you, bro? Uh, good to see you, boys. Brian, Cole, appreciate you guys as always. So I remember last time you guys solved my issue, no problem. I remember I was like, I was just stressing over content, over like nothing. And, and you guys got my head back in the game and, and I appreciate it. And now it's like, I got another level that I just got into. So it's growing pains of getting more people on my team now. So it's actually like really cool. The only thing is, is like, I have so many like clients now running around here and there that like, I struggle with like, they'll slip through my fingers or I'm not giving them my best that I should be. And I don't want to spread myself too thin. So I'm like, I'm at a point like, and I'm at like 15, 16 people right now. And like already I'm feeling just like, okay, like I need to really get my systems on point so I can like serve everyone good. And I'm like, I'm kind of in between like refining my like nutrition delivery, you know, how I coach that. And then as well as like my CRM, like just trying to get everything organized. Do you ever like have a point where you're just like, all right, sorry, world, we're shutting our doors from accepting new clients until we like really figure out the fucking systems. Cause I just want, I literally want to blast transformations out with people like all the time. You know, I don't want them just like 
join my program and no one's actually getting nowhere. Like I want to make sure the people that are here, like are stepping out good before I kind of start bringing more people in. Yeah. So first things first is, can we all just appreciate the fact that Brandon came on the podcast four weeks ago, struggling with lead flow. And now he's got too many clients. Can we all just talk about that for a second? That's lit. I like that. So let's fucking go. All right. That's cool. So everybody write this down. What got you here won't get you there. Yes, there we go. What got you here won't get you there. Which means that another way of saying that every new level brings a new devil that's got you here won't get you there to talk specifically about like the actions that go, you know, into building your business, meaning like when you have three fucking clients, you can literally do whatever the hell you want, you're still going to be a good coach. <laughs> like, yeah. You only have three people like you could literally suck ass at communicating with them on a regular basis, but there's only three of them. So none of them would ever step through the cracks, right? It's the, and that's just, just the truth. But as you start getting more and more like as you start getting more clients, you need to be more dialed in with your systems because it's really easy for people to slip through the cracks when you have 20 people if you don't have an organized system. So what this really comes down to is identifying, you said you're letting clients slip through the cracks. So what we want to do now is let's hone in on that and let's dial in. And I want to ask you, where are people slipping through the cracks right now? Right. So like, I remember like last week, it was like an awesome week for me, just like closing people left and right. Like sales was like, I'm not even worried about sales right now from standpoint. Like if I got on a call right now, I'd just be like ready to go with it. And you guys brought me there. So I wanted to say that, but people are definitely slipping through the cracks. Like with like onboarding, like I want to get everybody like onboarded properly. I just remember like last week, like there was someone that like didn't get their welcome email and they're like onboarding video, like in the right order that I like need them to get it to. And then I kind of had to like, like, you know, like, over, like spend more time explaining everything properly versus like the onboarding should have did that. So I'm like trying to, you know, investing more, you know, of my skill set into like CRM and like really trying, like I've saw some cool websites and things that, that other guys use here in 10K, but like, yeah, getting really clear, making sure the onboarding process is like solid AF. Okay. Can I offer a piece of advice? Fuck of the websites and everything like that. <laughs> Unless you have 50 to hundred clients, you don't need that straight up. All you need is a simple system. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you're signing a bunch of clients, but so I'm going to tell you how I did it when I was an online fitness coach. And then Cole can jump in and let me let you know how he did it. When I was signing clients as an online coach, I had certain days for certain things. So it was like Monday content, Tuesday, lead gen, Wednesday programs, Thursday, send check-ins, Friday, send mail plans. That was my system. And then what I would do on Saturday is I would write new client programs and I would send clients their new programs. So it was like literally impossible for me to screw it up because I did everything all at once. So what I would recommend that you do is I would recommend you create a one, two, three, four simple onboarding system. Okay. So like first this, then this, then this, then this. Okay. I would have an onboarding system and you need to have two sets of systems for your onboarding. You need to have one for you and one for the client because the one for you is going to be different than the one for the client. Like the one for you is send payment link and then send questionnaire and then let client know that to reply within 24 hours with questionnaire and then follow up with client if they haven't gotten like that's the one for you and then the one for the client is first they fill out the questionnaire and they get it back to you within 24 hours and then they join the facebook group and then they sign the, whatever it is step by step but have two like systems one for you and one for the client and have it be like four to five steps max like don't overcomplicate it don't fucking you don't need a crm you need a simple system then I would recommend that like for all of you guys that are signing more than three clients in a week, like I would recommend that you do all of their programs all at once, because then you don't have to like spend time, like getting into the zone, doing a program and a meal plan. And then you have to go back to your meal plans. And then you didn't complete this program, but now you just signed another client. So now you've got to do this one plus the other one, plus the one you forgot. It's like, that's how you're going to get like confused. And so the way that you're going to make that happen is anytime you sign a client, Brandon, you're going to say, okay, great. So I'm going to send you off your questionnaire. You need to get that back to me within the next 24 hours. Once I have your questionnaire back, your program will be done within seven days. 
Cause that gives you that seven day buffer to, you know, find that one day that you're going to do all the programs and bust them out. Does that make sense? You don't need a oh, yeah. CRM. You need a very, very simple system. One for you and yeah. one for the client. Cole, go ahead. Dude, hundred percent. And hopefully I don't cut out here. My connection has been like super choppy in this goddamn basement, but Dude, I had the same thing. Okay, number one, I wanted to say that, guys, and caveat it. I did the same thing. I had individual things that I would do every single day to keep myself on track because, I, in my opinion, it was the most important thing because if I was clouded, if I was overwhelmed, it was very hard for me to onboard people properly. But my onboard, my onboarding process looked like this. Okay, I'm on the phone with you. Okay, I sell you into my program. You get an email while I'm on the fucking phone with you. Okay, I would literally make you pay on the phone. Then I would send you an email. That email would have two things. Okay, actually three things. A link to my Facebook group. Okay, a link to my program agreement and a link to my questionnaire. I would tell you to get all that shit done within 24 hours. That was your goal. As soon as you're done, send me a fucking text message saying done and we'll move on to the next step. Okay, they would do it. They'd be like, okay, dope, bro. I joined the Facebook group. I'm done the questionnaire. I've done the program agreement. What's next? I'd be like, awesome, here you go. And then I would send them a 12 minute onboarding video that I had filmed. That 12 minute onboarding video walked them through everything that they needed, okay, to get done and get ready for their start date, which was in five to seven days. All right, which I told them on the phone as well. This onboarding video took them through everything, how the apps work, okay, to get fucking Tupperware containers, to go get a food scale, to make sure they had a fucking weight scale, to make sure that they had tape measure so they could measure their body measurements properly. All right, the reason why I did this is because, again, I wanted to make it extremely seamless. And I 100% agree with Brian. You need to have two onboarding sequences. Again, one for you and one for the client. And I would honestly, dude, like if it makes it easier, go get a journal, okay, that is literally called onboarding. All right, name it onboarding. Have your sequence as the first page. This is what I need to do. And then literally the next page, when you flip it, that's your next sales call. And then on that sales call, write down notes for them. And then when you go through the onboarding, break it down for them. Okay, did they do this? Did they do this? Did I ask this? Like literally go through the entire thing and organize it like that. Because I'm a pen and paper bro, uh, guy, bro. Like, or a notes on my phone. I don't like Excel sheets. I don't play around with any of that shit. I'm very simplistic. So that's the things that I utilize. And it helped me because I set up my systems first. I set it up so I would get the next client. Now you did say, I don't really know if it would be beneficial. Should I just like stop taking clients? Or is there any time that you just stop taking clients and work on your systems? 1 million fucking percent there is. If you guys do not have systems nailed down, there's not even a point of doing lead generation because you're just going to fucking lose everybody out the back door because nothing's solid right now. So if you need to take one step back to fix your onboarding so you can take 10 steps forward, that's necessary 100%. This whole conversation conversation reminded me, so if you are, I'm not 100% sure if this is in the course or not, but if it's not, you if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, I just dropped a link in the chat. So you guys can use that. This is the, it's like, it's called the month-to-month international program outline. Basically what it is, it is our outline for how our program works. So again, Cole said, when Cole, when you started saying get Tupperware containers and food scale, et cetera, I was like, oh yeah, shit. We used to send that all the time. You guys can literally copy this. Like if you're in the 10K Academy, this is the stuff that we used to use with our program agreement. So anybody that's in the 10K Coaching Academy, I just dropped that link in the chat so you can have it. Last thing I'm going to say about, about your program is you don't necessarily have to advertise publicly. Like I'm not accepting clients, but when you're like now, when you're talking to prospects, like you have all the goodies mentally, because you know, like, but I'm currently working on my systems to make sure my clients get fucking awesome results. So when somebody's talking to you, like you actually do have the goodies and they want it. So just yep. like maintain that frame. I wouldn't necessarily put like not accepting people because then, you know, then you're closing your doors, which doesn't make sense to me, but mentally you can do that so that you can work on your systems, which will give you leverage when you're talking to prospects. Cause they'll sense that you're not in need of them. Agreed. 100% dude. And then just create content, then just produce it to get people 
interested in your product. And again, by you playing that card as well, of you just like not really trying to sell anybody, but just like fucking providing value and like showing up every single day, it'll create FOMO in other people's eyes because they'll see that your clients are fucking slaying it. But they'll be like, why the fuck haven't reached out to me? Like I see everybody saying that he's creating good content, et cetera. Yo, I actually think that's the move. Everybody tuning in, listen up. If your leads ever go dry, you still need to fucking put your foot to the gas. No matter so, what. But yeah, let me explain something. So how many of you have ever been in a place where you're like lead flow is nuts and you're spending like almost all day, every day trying to get back to all the prospects? How many of you guys have ever been there? Raise your hand. Let me know. That's like, it's easy to keep your foot on the gas when you're doing that, because it's like, if you don't keep your foot on the gas, you're going to miss out on all the opportunities. Right. But it's the times where your lead flow is slow. You need to find other ways to put your fucking foot on the gas for your business. Yep. So if your lead flow is slow, how else can you put your foot on the gas? Well, get better at content, like fucking put all of your energy and all your effort into content. If your lead flow is slow, put your foot foot on the gas and focus on your clients. If you're like hitting a content block and you're like, ah, nothing I'm doing is working. If you have 10 clients, put all of your energy and all of your effort in your clients and keep your foot on the gas. And like, I really do think that like keeping your foot on the gas in your coaching business is a fucking necessary element for success. And if their lead flow isn't slow, then like, where else can you go all fucking in? And that energy that you're putting into your business is going to lead to somewhere, but you always have to keep your foot on the gas. Great. 1 million percent. Was this helpful? Yo, boys, this was freaking amazing. Like, honestly, yeah, gas pedals down on delivery and all that. And this was so helpful because I knew, I just knew I needed to simplify. I knew I needed to like not get too big for my britches right away. And like Cole said, like I was already like telling him in my head, like, man, I need to just like go pencil to paper with some of this, like, you know, onboarding steps. Like I don't need to go too crazy, too automation, 100% like yet. I'm not there yet. And I just need to dial in where I'm at. I'm even like, I'm going back to, you know, rewatch the units like day one fresh again just to get rebooted and keep everything organized and it's like it's so helpful thank you guys so much appreciate you boys dude appreciate you appreciate you thanks for coming up bro let's get it also good fucking job on going back and watching the units again because a lot of people don't do that shit guys and that's the secret to success every single person that's in the mastermind that is seeing insane success right now has probably watched the units three four fucking times minimum Right, they've just gone back and watched it because that's what got them to the game in the fucking first place. Yeah. Okay. So for the, those of you that are watching this on Instagram right now, if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, you can ask me and Cole anything. If you're watching the Instagram lab, you're watching the 10K Academy students asking us questions and any links that you guys want. If you're in the Instagram and you're in the Academy, you got to go into the Zoom call. Yep. Mr. Ryan Trent, bro. Welcome to the podcast. Super good to have you. Give us an update on where you're at and how can me and Cole serve you? What's going on, guys? So. I am super excited because I'm going to be flying to Canada tomorrow. So super excited to meet you guys. My first time going to Canada. Yeah. So right now I'm kind of like, I'm kind of stressed because I have a lot of things going on right now. You know, going to Canada, you know, I'm excited for that, but I'm also like stressed because, you know, I have client check-ins on Friday and, you know, I have to keep up with all my content, putting everything out there. Also, I have another struggle right now when it comes to generating leads because, you know, my Instagram has been blowing up. Like it's been doing really well when it comes to like gaining followers. Like I probably gained like 9,000 followers within the past like three months. I guess what like what I'm struggling with right now is really converting these uh, new followers into leads, right? So that's what I feel like I struggle with. When it comes on to that, I'll admit like I don't have, I'm not really consistent when it comes to DMing people. I feel like I'm kind of overwhelmed with all the followers I'm getting. So I'm trying to really find a way where I can generate these leads and, you know, have any like one-star prospects or, you know what I'm saying? I want to have good leads and I want to make sure that they are people that I actually want to work with. Mm, I love it. How many clients do you have right now? So I have, I think 14. Okay. How much are you making per month? So last month, actually my 
my all-time best. So I, I made 4,600 last month. Cool. I like that. Pay us 400, make us 46. I like that. Okay. So you always are going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So you've got 9,000 followers that come in. And as they're coming in, my question for you is what sort of experience are you providing to them as they come into your world? Because like, I want you guys to imagine your Instagram account like a house, okay? And actually, let's imagine it like a concert because you're constantly putting yourself out there. You're like showcasing value. You're showing people all this stuff and you're the host of the concert. So when people are following you on Instagram and they're, you know, they're engaging with your stuff and they like you, how do you as the host make them feel? I guess like more welcome and like inviting, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. So for me, the way that I'm seeing this is I don't think you have a lead flow problem. I think that you're not taking enough shots because you specifically just said that you're not consistent with your DMs, but me and you both know that DMs are how you're going to get the prospects. So this actually, this, your solution is like super simple. It really is. It is finding, you know, time in your schedule to send DMs on a consistent and regular basis. But one of the things that I caught on, and I'm sure Cole caught this too, is it sounds to me like you might struggle a little bit with workflow. Yeah, I feel like I do. Lately, I haven't really been. So first of all, I know you guys are going to roast me on this, but my morning routine is garbage. Right? I've been waking up super late. I haven't really had, I guess, the motivation and drive in order to wake up earlier. I used to wake up earlier. This was like back when I used to be with my girlfriend. We broke up about a month ago, and it's been kind of hard lately on me when it, when it comes to waking up on time. But with that being said, I'm still posting content five days a week. I'm still DMing people here and there. I'm still taking care of my clients, you know, still doing the best that I can. But I get, I think ever since the breakup, I've been struggling with actually waking up at when I want to wake up, you know. Touche. So like right now you're kind of in your feelings. So you've been letting it affect your work. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> number one, I feel for you. Okay. Like. Guys, at the end of the day, it's not easy going through a breakup, but it's not easy dealing with individual things. But at the end of the day, if you want to be an online entrepreneur, you need to do it anyways. Okay. And this is where the discipline is going to need to come in. You're going to have to embrace it. Okay. Because you're saying you're still doing everything to the best of your ability. And you're like, well, I'm still sending out DMs here and there, but sending out DMs here and there isn't what's going to get you fucking leads. All right. And also on top of that, you 100% do not have a lead flow problem because you just gained 9,000 followers. We have clients in the program that have made $10,000 a month with 200 followers. You have more than enough leads. The problem is now you got to search through the haystack to find the fucking needles. All right. And that is the thing that I've broken down in the past, guys. And this is why I talk about the balance between niche content and like, like broad content. Broad content will get you guys a bunch of views, a bunch of followers, a bunch of people fucking coming to your page, but niche content will get you the people that you actually need on your page. And that's where you got to balance it out. Number one, I think you need to sit down and show yourself a little bit of compassion. Okay. Like you don't need to achieve full success by fucking next week. Realize that you're going through some emotional fucking pain right now and allow yourself to fucking feel it. But at the same time, discipline yourself in the aspect and the things that we've taught you in order to get there, because what is not doing your morning routine getting you? nothing, right? It's just hurting you. And you already know it is because you were like, well, you guys are going to bust my ass on this. You know what we were going to say before you even brought it up. Like, you know, the first thing we're going to say is, are you taking care of your mental health? No. Well, that's the fucking first place. Number two is your workflow. All right. Like if you don't nail down your workflow guys, and I'm not trying to say like every little minute of the day needs to be accounted for. I'm just saying like, 
you need to have some sort of structure because right now you're just sleeping in, you're waking up one fucking ever, then you're not doing your morning routine, then you're all over the place, then you're sending out DMs when you kind of feel like it. And the only really thing that's going great for you is getting a bunch of followers, but you're not building a relationship with them. And you're not again, inviting them into the concert in a good and in-depth way. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I have good news though. I agree with everything Cole just said. And the good news is that you're here right now asking for yeah. help, which means that you're already 50% of the way there. Because how many of you that are listening to the Zoom call right now, you might be able to relate to this, are struggling, but you're not quite ready to reach out and ask for help. You don't have to say yes yet, because I guess that would defeat the purpose of the question. You'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like, fuck you. But there's a lot of people that will struggle and they're like not quite ready to reach out and ask for help. And you do need to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm fucking done. I'm like, I want to feel better. And so like, I'm going to reach out. Not only did you reach out and ask for help, but you're also coming to the motherfucking event, which is going to be awesome. So both of these things are signs that you're moving in the right direction. But here's what I'll ask you. Do you want to be a $4,600 a month coach or a $10,000 a month coach? Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Um, I want to be a 10,000, but I've been reflecting on that. I know that, you know, it's what you guys say, more levels come more doubles, something like that, right? For sure. I want to get to $10,000 a month, but that means, you know, I have to take care of 40 plus clients. And I believe that, you know, the universe is not going to, you know, actually put me in that position if I'm not ready for that yet. I agree. Um, So at that point, you know, I'm still, I'm content with, you know, what I have right now. Mm -hmm. I want to make like, you know, five, 6,000 by the next two months and yep. I'll be satisfied, but you know, I want to get to the point where I can get to $10,000 a month Yeah, because yeah, I just feel like it's a good goal to have. You know, I've never really like made that much and I feel like it will it'll make a big impact on the amount of lives I'm changing too. Go ahead, Cole. Why? I guess the big reason why is because I don't want to work a nine to five. I want to prove to my family that I don't need to work a typical job why that, off of that you can open up if you want to you don't need to 100 percent. um why i guess it's because i want to prove to myself that i can do this and i don't want to like follow the crowd and, and work a conventional job because i, I don't want to be an employee i want okay. to be my own boss so the reason why i'm asking you why and i'm going to keep doing that i no joke could have made you keep doing that for the next five minutes here because i want an even more in-depth answer is because that answer that thing that you get down to is the thing that needs to drive you. Okay. That's the thing that we need to hone in on. That's the thing that we need to pay attention to, because I agree with Brian, you're doing something that not a lot of people do. You're showing up and you're asking for fucking help. Okay. You're showing up and you're saying, I don't know what's going wrong right now. Okay. I don't like things aren't working great. And I do want to make $10,000 a month, but I don't feel like I'm ready. So I want to get to that point. You get to that point by honing in on your fucking why, and then making sure that everything around that, okay. Everything you're doing on a daily basis aligns with it. All right. So when you wake up and you know you're neglecting something, you ask yourself, is my actions reflecting all right, what I want to achieve right here? 
All right. And what right here is a sticky note or something with your fucking Y on your computer screen. Guys, I'm in Brian's house right now. All right. He's got like six fucking sticky notes all over the place across the house on the fridge, on the fucking counter, on his computer, in his office. And it's because he's reminding himself of why he's grinding so hard every day. This is very important. All right. Very fucking important because if you're not aligned with it, that's when you start slacking off. That's where the motivation fades, the discipline fades out. And I have something to say that I broke down on Q&A yesterday that I feel like you need to hear. Matt Vitale just said it here, but it's something I want to break down. And it's a little bit rough on the edges, but I want to talk about it. Did you watch Q&A yesterday, Ryan? I did. You know what I'm talking about? Those pumping iron where Arnold was a seven-time Olympian and how he was avoiding his, his brother's funeral because he was preparing for the Olympia. And, you know, he guys already dead. That's what I heard from from yesterday. So at that point, it's like, okay, well, if he goes back home, what is that going to do for him? He's already he's already dead. So at that point, he you know he can only control what he can control at that moment. Right, right? there, and that's preparing for the Olympia. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So the reason why I wanted to bring up that story again, because I brought this up on Q&A, is because even though it's a very rough on the edge story and not a lot of people like hearing it, there's a lot of people that disagree with what Arnold did there when he talked about it on Pumping Iron, okay, not going back to his brother's funeral because he had to prepare for the Olympia. But at the end of the day, if you want to be successful, you got to block out the fucking noise. All right. You need to align yourself with the things that you need to be doing every single fucking day, which again is like showing up to this call, which I'm very happy that you're here for. And then it's also taking the advice that we've broken down for you already and dissected, like getting back on top of your morning routine. Okay. <laughs> like being actually consistent with it. Okay. Aligning yourself with your why and filling up your house with your goals. Do you have your goals in your phone background or anywhere in your house to see every single day? No, I don't actually have anything right now because I'm in an apartment. And there's one more thing. This is kind of like a personal thing, but I'm also stressed because I might have to move out of my apartments because so right now I'm living in a low income housing apartment. So there's, you know, a certain income that I have to make every single year. Yeah. Because I started my business last year, obviously I don't work a, a W2. Well, I don't know if you guys know what that is because you guys are from, I know what you're talking about, but I don't work a normal job. So they don't see like, you know, my typical income. So obviously have to show them my business. Right. And this is a good problem to have because I might make too much last year in order to actually live here again. But the thing is, in California, it's fucking expensive as fuck to live here, right? So I'm, I'm trying to still live here, but I have to get my taxes done in order for them to verify how much I made last year. So my lease ends at the end of this month. So I'm in a position where I'm like, fuck, I got this event coming up. You know, I'm super excited, but I'm fucking like stressed out. I got hella shit to do. I got to fucking find another place to live. Like, you know, it's, it's just like a lot of me right now. Well, I have a question for you. Do you want to remain the level of Ryan Tran that you're at right now? Fuck no, I want to be better. Then you have to be willing to risk all of it. All of it. If you're coming to the event, I'm going to deep dive into this. But when me and Cole were building PT Domination, I was also building Aesthetic Nation at the same time. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But I will say that Aesthetic Nation was making $30,000 a month. And I walked into my business meeting with seven of my trainers at Aesthetic Nation. And $30,000 a month business, I was like, I'm folding the business. Like, you guys can take all your clients. I'm done. I'm not passionate about it anymore. I'm out. And I left. Ask Cole. It was like a 30-minute meeting. Everyone was like, what the fuck? It was and honestly was like pretty intense too, because I knew about it. Me and Brian had had a conversation. And then he's like, I'm dissolving it at this meeting. I'm like, okay. And then we told everybody. Everybody was like, what That's the it. fuck just happened? That was it. Just burn the boats. I just literally set my old life on fire because I was committing to a new level. So, okay. So first things first on the zoom call, how many of you have gained 9,000 followers in the last three months? I'm going to assume none of you have literally barely anyone. zero. Okay. 
So you are sitting on a fucking gold mine right now. Yeah. You just don't know it, right? Your brain just hasn't tapped into the opportunity yet. But once it does, you're fucking like, you're going to make 10K very fucking soon. But in order to do that, you literally have to be willing to set your old life on fire. Yep. You're not a low income fucking homie anymore, bro. That shouldn't stress you out. That should excite the fuck out of you. And if it's expensive as fuck to live in California, then you better start making 20 grand a month. Yep. And I know you can do that. Like that's the level you need to be thinking on, right? Because in order for you to take, like to claim the throne, to claim this new life, to take advantage of the fact that you have 9,000 fucking people that just joined your audience and to start generating leads from them, you got to get hungry as shit, bro. And you get hungry and you got to want that next level. And you have to be willing to set your old life on fire. And to wrap it up with a corny ass fucking saying, stop saying have to and start saying I get to. Straight up, bro. You get I have to go to this event. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to, you know, fuck that. You get to, bro. All right. Your life literally sounds like mine right now. Welcome to the next level, homie. I literally just moved from Alberta to BC. I have an event. We run a gym. We have 1,200 clients, 65 in our mastermind. Like, you're busy. This is the life of an entrepreneur. You feel and me? And you get so to travel. You, you get, get to explore. travel. You, you get, get to, to be come to Canada for the first time. Yeah, that is true. I also do work a part-time job at a fast food restaurant right now. So. Well, that's going to be ending very uh, soon. I promise yeah. you that. Yeah. That's what I was going to like get into later yeah. once I see you guys at the event. Yeah. You're I was good, planning you're on, you know, actually quitting pretty soon, but you know, also another thing that I feel like I struggle with is like, you know, this shit, I feel like it's kind of like, it's lonely sometimes, you know, like I live by myself, you know, I used to live with my girlfriend. Um, obviously we, we broke up. So now like, I'm at a point where I live by myself and I don't really get to be around people. You know, I don't, I don't really have a lot of friends because I, I just don't, I don't know. I feel like I haven't really found my circle yet. Yep. So, you know, that's why I feel like I still work at that job because I get to see people. I get to interact with my, with my coworkers and be around them. That's why like, I'm also excited to be at the event because I get to see all you guys and talk to you guys, because I feel like this is like my family. You know, I've, I've been in, in the Academy since last July. And I feel like that's just where I go to really talk about my problems and just like talk to you guys, you know? here's another fucking here's another corny quote for you you're gonna have to learn how to walk alone for a while straight up because here's what happens right when you grow and you become a new person okay so let's talk about this everybody always says that you're a result of your environment right as everybody's always heard that you're a result of your environment the friends that you surround yourself with or the people the person that you become right so if you're hanging around friends or you've got friends right now that might be negative pessimistic that might drag you down right you have to understand that like you are also that person. Otherwise you wouldn't resonate with them. So you're contributing to that collective energy. Y'all with me? As you start leveling up, what starts to happen is you start leveling up. You start acquiring these new character traits like integrity and discipline and passion. And you get excited about life and you're doing all these things. You're accomplishing your goals. And all of a sudden you like, you're not fast food Ryan anymore. That's not you, bro. But you're still hanging on to fast food Ryan, the job, right? You're still hanging on to that. So you have two options. You either cut the cord so you can rise or you fold the business so you can go back to fast food Ryan, but you can't have both. And the reason that you're struggling right now is because in order for you to surround yourself with people that are like thinking like you think that are like they're ambitious about your goals that are like excited to get out of bed every morning, you also have to become that person because you're an average of the people that you spend time with. And so many people, when they leave their friend groups are so quick to ask themselves, how do I find more people that are, you know, ambitious and hungry? you become more ambitious and hungry. Like you have to become it. You have to look inside of yourself and ask yourself, how do I get more disciplined? How do I get more consistent? How do I get more motivated? How do I get more on top of my morning routine? And as you do that, 
what will happen is you will start to like raise who you are as a person. And then all of a sudden you meet that fucking homie like Cole and you guys are just fucking boys because you just are both thinking on the same level and that becomes your friend for life. But that won't happen unless you're willing to walk alone. You got to be willing to walk alone. But like the good news is like you're not actually alone because there's 1,250 people in the academy and you're coming to the event. But you, you have to have that willingness. It's like letting go of what used to be so that you can embrace a new level of yourself so that you can surround yourself with people that are also on a higher level. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I really like kind of connect that to the law of attraction. So pretty much it's like I attract things that, you know, are, are what I put out to the universe, right? So it makes sense why I have these, you know, friends that I have because you know, that's that's what I am or that's how I act around, around people and, and that's how I treat myself. So that completely makes sense to me. Oh, let's fucking get it. I'm excited to spend some time with you this weekend. I'm going to move on to Jules so that we make sure we have enough time for her. But I will see you in literally less than, it's going to be 24 hours plus six for dinner. So I'll see you in 30 hours. I'm so right, fun. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Dude, thanks for coming on the podcast. Did you get some value today? Dude, I got hella value. Thank you so much. Good, yeah, bro. Let's fucking go, bro. I'll see you soon. Dude, that was fire. That was you really got good. value from that conversation. If you got some values, drop a fuck yes in the chat and let us know. Yo, the fucking conversation <laughs> thing like literally resonated so much. And I hope that you guys really heard it. Cause like, that's the biggest thing you're working at a fast food restaurant. You're not going to be able to level up because the conversations that people have at McDonald's aren't the same fucking conversations that people have trying to make $10,000 a month. It's just not. All right? Yeah. hundred percent. And last and certainly not least, we've got our girl Jules on the podcast. Jules, welcome to the podcast. How can we serve you today? Hey, thanks. So I had a question about my content, but now I like have more questions. So first of all, I want to say I am on my second month of hitting 10K. Yeah, boom. December, I hit 14. This month, I hit 12. My goal was 20 this month, but I spent the first three weeks in the hospital. So even while I was working in the hospital, I kind of laid back on my content a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like you were talking about, Cole, I saw kind of a suffer. So I, I worked like from the hospital, but I spent more time with my clients trying to stay connected. I worked on my DM gay. I tried to keep, you know, money coming in, but I kind of laid off the social media because, well, I was in the hospital. Yeah, of course. Good so, news, you still made 12K. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I was 20K, but that February is here now, right? So yeah, no, I think there's a lot. I actually, it's funny, sticky notes. I wrote a lot of things down of what's working, kind of the problems that I'm going through right now. And I've even got the solutions written down as you guys were talking, but I would love to kind of look at my content a little, but some of my problems, I did a lot of paid and fulls, guys. So I usually do both. I have an equal, but December brought in a lot of paid and full. So now I'm super full. I have like over 40 clients. I'm trying to keep the month to months coming up. So I've got regular income coming. And I mean, I could paint a picture of me. Like I only need to make so much. Like I came from a corporate role. I do this because I love it, but I still want to make $500,000 a year. I still want to get to 40K a month. Like these are things I want to do because I want to help people. So like, it's not necessarily about that, but I want to keep growing. Does that make sense? 100%. So now I feel like, okay, good. But like I said, these paid and fulls came in. So now I'm really overwhelmed. So like the last three days, I'm busy doing check-ins, right? I'm trying to keep up. I have a workflow, but I'm finding myself like, 
crap. Like I'm at the end of the day, it's just like trying to get everything in my, I've had to switch my workflow around. I'm like training at night now. So I get my walk and my cardio in the morning, but like, I'm trying to get to the gym at the end of the day. Cause I'm spending my time trying to get these check-ins in. So I, get up. I know, I'm going to jump in. I okay. You are experiencing what every single online coach on this call will start to experience when you hit $10,000 a month. Mike McDonald, okay. can you relate to that? Can you resonate with that? Like every online coach that's hit $10,000 a month on this call will tell you that that is totally normal. And so yeah. here's the solution. So first thing you need to work on is you need to work on your time management skills. So like you need to become a master of your time and really delegating a certain amount of time throughout your day to certain tasks and setting timers and being intentional. Right now at the level that you're at, that is the next thing that you need to master is making sure that you're on type of your time management skills. However, you're going to get to a certain point in your business where it doesn't matter how good your time management skills are. You just don't have more than 24 hours in a day. At that point, you need to start hiring team members, team members to help you outsource some of the tasks that you that take a lot of time that are monotonous. One of the first things that you should hire is a virtual assistant to help you generate leads and book phone calls with your potential clients. And then you can look at hiring somebody to help you with your Facebook community. You can look at somebody to help you with your, your meal plans and your training programs. So the level that you're currently at right now is you need to master your time. That's the first thing. And then beyond mastering your time, like once you're like, I'm efficient as shit, Ryan. And like, I literally can't, you know, budget my time any better without like wanting to jump off the nearest bridge. Once you get to there, then you need to start hiring team members. What would you say if I feel like I really do manage my time pretty well? I'm pretty good at that. Like I do set the, like, these are skills I learned in my corporate world, set the timers, do the things like, that's what I love about you guys. Like I recognize a lot of the things that you're doing cool. because I, I actually, how do I say this? Like I sat at some of these tables with these leaders. So I yeah. get like, I love that about you guys. Cause I recognize it in you. Mm -hmm. I actually just hired a virtual assistant. Cool. So I did that because then I'm going to have her do little things. Mm -hmm. I actually have in my solution, like get into the mastermind. I'm mm -hmm. actually, I just interviewed and I just, I feel like, I guess that's my next question. Am I getting ahead of myself here? I just interviewed a girl to bring onto my team as a personal trainer. So I was in the beauty industry. I owned and operated my own salon. So in my mind, I kind of know how to contract her, yeah. pay her. I don't have the contract yeah. for a personal trainer. I have one for like when I ran a salon. Can I, I, can I give you the, the, the good news and the bad news? Yeah, sir. The good news sure. is you're, you're on the right path. And the good okay. news is that we do teach that in the mastermind. Okay, good. The bad news is you don't want to do that wrong because you don't want to bring somebody in your team. No. And, no. and have them kind of screw you over or leave. And even in them, like it happens if you don't train them properly, like they're, you know, they'll just take your clients or they'll take your knowledge on how to sign clients. And like, thanks for fucking well, teaching me. Up. And now I'm going to do yeah. it on my own. You are getting your head of yourself, but that's a good thing. Like I know that's a trait that I'm serious. I, that's a trait that I admire in entrepreneurs. Like when you're like, I'm just going to fucking do this. You should join the mastermind because you would do extremely well. Like you're already at nice. 10 to 15 K like that's like, optimal. Like when you come to us and you're like, I'm like overwhelmed. I have like lots of leads and lots of clients like that. Good. Like that's what we're really good at solving. So you should apply for the mastermind because you wouldn't be well in it. Okay. Perfect. So I would say like literally when it comes down to that, the mastermind is the next step. So we can actually help you build out those systems. I'm glad that you actually went and got a virtual assistant. Cool. Like I'm glad that you're taking that step. I agree with Brian. That type of mentality is something that is very good that we can mold in to a very successful person. I would hold off on the trainer right now. Because oh, like, what you're doing right now is you're like, oh, I need a VA. I need a trainer. I need all this stuff. The reason why we teach everybody this in the mastermind is because there's very specific steps that you need to take. And it's one by one. Because if you bring in, let's say four employees, 
Now you have 40 clients that you got to train and four employees that you need to train at the same fucking time. And you're going to want to blow your head off. It's, you're literally going to be like, this is too fucking much. I'm losing right. my mind. But okay. the good news, to break it down for you to answer your first question, because I know originally you said you wanted to go over the content. Number one, don't fix what isn't broken. Okay, I'm a very strong believer in this. This is something that I'm talking about immensely. I've talked about all the time. Your content is obviously pulling in leads or you wouldn't have fucking north of 40 clients. That's number one. Number two, things are resonating. I'm literally going through your page right now and a lot of people are actually enjoying your content and it's high quality, which I enjoy and I'm like happy to hear. But on the flip side of that, is if you want to improve on it, you need to start doubling down on the things that are working, which obviously you were in the hospital. So there's nothing we can do with that. Like we just got to take it how it is, but like you need to be posting reels at least five days a week, period. No fucking breaks. Guys, like you want to grow your Instagram, you need to be posting five days a week on reels, period. It's just how it is. Like the fucking reach is undeniable at this time, especially because Instagram has come out and said it. Like if you want to grow, you need to be on reels. It's literally what they're pushing. And then besides that, just keep producing content that's resonating with people on a deeper level, because based on what I'm reading right now, people enjoy your content and it's obviously working. So I would keep posting more reels so you can get more reach up. And then let's start honing in on the systems so we can, again, optimize your time even better. Because even though I know that you said that you're really good with your time, I know me and Brian will be able to dissect your business a little bit more in the mastermind and be like, okay, this is exactly what we need to hone in on. And then the next step is, again, the next level, level two. I'm going to give you a couple of practical tips because I want to leave you something. Yeah. First things first is you said you're spending three, uh, you know, a lot of time on check-ins. Dial in your check-in system in the sense of maximum three-minute Loom videos, max. I don't know how long you're sending, yeah. but max three minutes. What you're going to do when you go over their Loom video is you're going to, so you're going to read their whole thing in detail, yeah. maybe have their yeah. pictures on the screen, and then you're going to go over a win. So you want to celebrate them always, like celebrate something that they did that's awesome. Maybe answer any question that they might've had in the check-in point out something that you notice that might be a struggle and coach them through it and give them one piece of actionable homework, maximum three minute loom videos. That might seem like a small thing, but if you compile like five to 10 minute loom videos times 40 clients, that adds up to a lot of fucking time. So that could be the difference between you spending one day on check-ins and two, which is actually significant over the course of a month. So max three minute loom videos and do your virtual assistant. You already hire them. So I can do it, but train one person at a time because like Cole said, it, it is a challenge training somebody. And my best advice without giving you like, here's how you train an employee is to train Train them on one specific task that you can take off your plate that would that would assist you. So figure out that one thing that's annoying and give them one thing at a time. And then once they get good at that one thing, then give them another thing, then give them another thing, etc. I would also another piece of actionable value. This is something that we've actually gone over in the mastermind recently is get people to help you with day to day bullshit that you don't want to do. And this doesn't mean with your business. I'm talking about clean your house. Okay? I'm talking about Fine. fucking groceries. <laughs> I'm talking about every little tiny fucking thing that takes away from you doing what you're doing right now. All right. If you got to leave your house to go get groceries, fucking order them, get somebody to deliver them. Like yeah. something else you're making the money to. Why you're the sitting, fuck not? You're sitting on a $500,000 a month business right now. Like we, me and Cole work with a lot of masterminds soon. We can see it. Yeah. You, you've got it. The fact that you have a calendar and fucking sticky notes behind you makes me happy. Yeah. You've got what it takes. You're sitting yeah. on it. So um, those yeah. are the next moves. All right. That like, okay, good. Yeah. So I do follow that check-in process, Brian, but I am a perfectionist. I love my, and I know everybody loves their people so in here, true. but what you just made me realize is I've got to, like, I do the win the question, but I talk too much. Like I get too excited. I give too much. You're right. I got to dial it in. I just go, I think I have to send two looms to them. I have a timer. I will have, a yeah, phone. you're I have right. A I set you're up my right. phone as a timer and then I do my loom video. And then at three minutes, like this max done. 
And I have to say, thanks, Cole, for just giving me permission because I used to do all those things. And then when I resigned from my corporate job, I kind of gave away the cleaner, all those things, because I traveled 80% of the time I was in the air. So like, I get all this stuff, but you just gave me permission to do it again. Like I've been, I have a cleaning person that comes once a month and I'm like, I shouldn't be like, I, I stripped myself of all of that when I went independent. I don't know. I just felt like I didn't deserve it anymore. And you're right. Like, cause that's what my house is disaster right now, which is stressing me the fuck. Exactly. Out. And that I'm will come into your business. Person. That comes into it's, your business. Yep. It, and so I'm working on my business and then that mess and my desk, that's a mess right now is stressing me the fuck out because yeah. I like everything clean. And then it just multiplies. My bed's not made for God's sakes. Yeah. Little things that was, that yeah. matters a lot. Uh, so I thank you. Cole. Yeah. Permission. It's being done today. She's hired. My girl is coming. I love it. Was this valuable? Oh my God. Thank you. Yes, guys. Perfect. And I am virtually coming to the event. There we That's go. good because that means you get first access to the mastermind when we open it. Yep. Ooh, yes. Let's fucking go. <laughs> cool. Jules, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks. Let's go. All right, guys. So we're curious. We want to know what your number one takeaway was from today's podcast. That brings us to the end of the episode. That was an hour long. That was good, bro. Somebody literally just said, I need somebody to come clean on Saturday so I can take it off. Guys, I'm telling you, little shit like that fucking matters. And the it more does. you level up, the more you'll start paying attention to it. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. And guys, if you're if you're under 10K and you're listening to this, get your ass to $10,000 a month before you start thinking about doing that kind of shit, all right? Yeah, I don't even want to hear that shit from any of you guys yeah. that are making fucking $2,000 You better be working your ass off every extra minute that you have to get to the fucking goal, all right? So yeah. <laughs> Get your ass to your goals and then you can start outsourcing. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, you guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. You're in the mastermind. We'll see you in four minutes. Peace. Peace.